0: Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at maximumtee at yahoo.com. Perke Elvis Treasury, the PAL, Season 2, Paragraph 16 in Chapter 2, Paragbet Mishnah Ted Zion. A quick Mishnah with some quick comments. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Rabbi Yeshua says, I Hara, an evil eye. Sahara, the evil inclination, sinas and hatred of other people, Adam Olam, remove a person from the world. So if you have the evil eye or the evil inclination or hatred of other people, it really takes you out of this world. And we'll see in the comments why. Rabbi Shua says, An evil eye, three negative qualities that destroy a person's life in this world is mentioned in this Mishnah. The first is the evil eye which may refer to a number of things. One is a roving eye that incessantly seeks luxuries. Alternatively, the evil eye may refer to the attitude of one who seeks to harm the property or family of others, as Rav says. And <clears throat> according to raviona speak. He speaks of the evil eye as a cancerous jealousy. One who is unhappy with his lot in life constantly views others with envy and has an insatiable desire to usurp their wealth and position. The object of this envy is likely to suffer loss as a result of the evil eye, and the perpetrator also will be emotionally scarred and suffer endless heartache as a result of his unquenchable thirst for that which is not destined to be his. A person's inner world is completely destroyed by such consuming jealousy. Rambam explains the evil eye which our mission warns against is stinginess. One who is stingy never enjoys Life. He's always afraid that he's on the doorstep of poverty. Avos Rabbeinu extends the concept of an evil eye to one who feels upset by his friend's success in Torah study. While jealousy in regards to spiritual pursuits is generally positive, see Baba twenty one a. This is only true if it motivates the one who is jealous, quote unquote, to study in order to suppress the object, object of his jealousy. The possessor of an evil eye, however, does not want his friend to be successful. The evil inclination. According to Rambam, this is a general term for all man's lusts and negative desires. The Talmud and Shabbos describes the evil inclination as a strange god ingrained in the body of man. It begins its conquest by inducing one to commit a minor infraction and constantly increases its influence until the person is so imprisoned that he is ready to transgress the most sordid of sins. Me'iri says Yetzirah is the drive toward immorality. He notes that the fact that the evil impulse is man predates the force of good in him by 13 years or 12 for women. He calls while the good inclination only becomes fully active at bar or bus for age 13 or 12 for a girl. Man is born with an aggressive drive toward evil, which he must temper and tame. Meiri adds that this force for evil seeks to destroy man's life utterly. Meiri, our sages and brachos compares the evil inclination to mosquito. Even if one chases away, it keeps coming back again, seeking a way to suck the, suck the person's blood. Avos Nasan adds an encouraging note by comparing the evil inclination to brass. When placed in fire, brass becomes malleable and can be shaped. Similarly, Torah fire can transform the evil impulse into a force for good. We're about to come to hatred of other people. The comments, but let's see the bottom. The Ish writes that one of the mysteries of creation is the ability of man by means of his intellect to unleash hidden forces in everyday existence. Man's thought process alone can cause physical things to be destroyed. In the instance of the Mishnah, when a person experiences excessive agitation over successful people and coveted items, he places them in extreme danger. And Meir notes a distinction between causes hatred and that which has the basis. We're told specifically that those who blatantly transgress the word of God are not to be loved. See Psalms. Just as one could never prevent himself from hating a person who slapped his father in the face, so our natural reaction should be abhorrence for anybody who deframes or rebels against their father in heaven. Hatred of other people. This refers to causeless hatred. Sinas chinam, which we know is a cause of one of the Batei Migdashim to be destroyed. So the antidote, the answer would be Ahavat chinam, loving people for without cause. Loving people just because they're our brethren, just because they're our brothers and sisters. And that would be a way, maybe... To make the base of Migdosh come back, and to make there to be peace and harmony in the world, to make the heart, the world come to its fullest extent. Rambam renders sinas misanthropy, referring to one who detests human company and prefers to be alone. Such a person will eventually suffer from melancholy. The disinclination toward human company discussed in her mission is not rooted in a desire to be free of others' negative influence, but is simply anti-social behavior. Maganavos explains Rambam's rendering is uh, inappropriate since this mission discusses social and moral failings rather than physical, in this case, psychological, sicknesses. Rav, in Maganavos, based on that, sees this person as one who, by difficulty and anti- antipathic behavior, pathetic behavior, brings upon himself the hatred of others. Shmuel adds that people who hate him Well, curse and the Talmud Megillah teaches that even the curse of a simple person. Can be efficacious and should be treated seriously. Remove a person from the world. Someone characterized by these three distinctive qualities is in danger of a premature death, God forbid. The drive for money and possessions can be so obsessive to cause unbearable anxiety. Lust induces all kinds of physical sickness and extreme hatred of others is life-threatening, according to me, eerie. These three can also undermine spirituality in a person. Teferi Strel says "Rab Yeshua Yeshua's tried as the forces that might undermine the three foundations of the world, Torah, service of God, and kind deeds. The by is evil views, one loses his foothold both in this world and the next. When his views on these three foundations are corrupt, such a person has failed to adopt the Torah viewpoint regarding fundamental areas of faith. He allows his evil inclination to impede his service of God and fulfillment of mitzvot, and he lets a senseless hatred of people paralyze the ingrained Jewish trait of loving kindness. And then the person loses both worlds. So the antidote might be to have a good eye, a good inclination and to love other people without cause. And maybe that'll allow us to have a wonderful existence and a wonderful impact on the world and bring the world to a state of peace and harmony with Mashiach coming speedily in our days. Join us next time in paragraph 17 as we talk about how to treat other people's money and what we should do to apply to Torah here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.